Hello, and welcome to the DG Podcast, episode 209. Today, we're wrapping up the week of July 24th. Joining me is Bingham Group CEO, AJ Bingham. Welcome to the show, AJ. It's good to be here, Hannah. And I know, uh, welcome back to uh, the virtual office. Uh, I know you had a nice uh, R&R vacation. Yeah, I got to spend the week in in South Padre Island, so that was very nice. Um, It was nice to have the sea breeze. and not be in the sweltering heat out here, but as always, glad to be back. Glad to have you back. And um, I returned to quite a busy a busy news week. Um, the City of Austin budget is still trudging along. Beginning August 1st, City Council will begin hearing public comment over the fiscal year 23-24 budget for the city. Um, some of those key dates um, include August 1st, where they're going to have a work session focused on enterprise funds, and they'll also have public comment. Um, they're also going to set the tax rate that day. Um, so public comment will begin at 3 p.m. that date. So we'll be there and we expect to hear a lot of great community input about what they want the city to look like and what they want the city to spend money on. Additionally, you're going to have three more opportunities for public comment. One of those dates is going to be August 3rd, August 7th, and August 10th. And finally, on August 16th, potentially through the 18th, I know Mayor Watson has said on the message board he doesn't expect to go through the 17th and 18th, but um, August 16th will likely be the day that council adopts the budget, barring any crazy thing that happens. And I know the city of Austin has had some, I think, crazy things happen. So, you know, never put it past the world to kind of give us a situation where we need those two days. Yeah. And I think, you know, historically, at least the last several years, they've gotten the budget voted out on the first day. Yeah. Right. I expect, I mean, if it's anything how council meetings have been run or overall organization, I I don't I wouldn't be there should be surprises there about it finishing on the 16th. Um you should expect as well, um, uh, for those who are budget watchers or and those who are council watchers know this. Um a good all the any comments to the budget, I believe they the Mayor Watson had requested those from council members. Be submitted. We'll have the formal date. We'll have in the show notes, but it's coming up. And so this will all be in the council message board where the public can always access and see what the correspondence is between council offices on matters of note. So we'll have the exact date in the show notes, but I know it's coming up either. It's probably the 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 following Monday after um the after next the show. So we'll have that in the show notes, but and then a link also to the message board. We expect to see all the items and priorities of each council office in there. Um, and ideally, a lot of the hashing out will happen there prior to uh, coming to the dais, for the budget coming to the dais for final vote on the 16th. Yeah, and kind of just to plug our previous podcast episodes, um, we had an episode specifically dedicated to kind of what's in the budget and a lot of um, overarching themes that we've seen in the budget, as well as um, from the city manager and council. Um, additionally, we've been talking just about the news um, related to the budget, as well as, um, you know, how the community feels and as well as um, organizations in the community. So you can look back at those previous episodes to get some more color on kind of what's going on inside the budget. Mm-hmm. And additionally, um, currently, the city of Austin has an interim city manager, Seuss Garza, and we will be with him for at least one more budget cycle. But another task the city has over the course of the next year and some change is to find a city manager. And so um, that RFP was recently released. So the city will be um, getting a lot of proposals from search firms over the next couple of weeks, potentially months. Um, But as soon as we uh, hear news about which firm they choose, we'll report it 
Um, and as, as we've recently said, there's no new news, but we'll continue to keep you updated um, as yeah. we receive them. Yeah, I think, you know, they, I forgot the exact date they want responses back, but I know they want to get the search firm selected in the near term by the end of the month or early, early September. And that really depends on the response, you know, we know. Um, but from there, it'll be on and, you know, it should take about a full, I mean, nothing historically has taken about a full year for a lot, a year and some months. Select a state manager. So that process will be, you know, ongoing through the year and in the fall or sorry, in the fall, the spring and the summer. Um, but I think, as we said before, a big component of this search process for any firm that's selected is going to be around the community engagement aspect. I think it's something for those who weren't aware of the power, you know, the power that the city manager's office holds, um, I think they became more aware during the pandemic, as well as in, in the following year, uh, prior to the arrival of our new interim city manager. And I'll, definitely under under his administration, I think, people, or in that administration, under his tenure, second tenure of the city, I think we've seen, um, you know, I mean, that, that role as CEO of the city, that carries a lot of authority, they're the highest highest ranking employee of the city and they are hired or fired um at the will at the by the will of council city council so more to come there but for those who um who are focused on the future of austin that is beyond the budget that the city manager search will be uh most likely the biggest have the biggest impact uh on the future of austin so and then at least this next decade Oh, this yeah. is this current decade, rather. Um, so definitely, if, if you haven't gotten involved before, it's a good time to get involved and at least know what's going on in that selection process. Yeah, and, and another thing to note, the city manager does have a lot of power. You know, as I'm reading the resolutions um, every week about land use, um, housing, just really important stuff to the community, it always said directing the city manager, too. Um, so it's, he's referenced, I think, in everything the city does. And so that's a really important role um, and we will continue to keep you updated as that story develops. And then other leadership news, talking about ACC. Yeah, Austin Community College has finally named their sole finalist for the new chancellor. Um, they have named Russell Lowry Hart. He currently serves as president of Amarillo College. Um, he received a lot of awards and accolades um, while he was there, just really uplifted the college, um, as well as increased enrollment. And so um, we know ACC is a really, really big um, important entity that exists in the city. Um, like I know I took classes there when I was at UT. And so um, really excited to see this. Um, Richard Rhodes, the current um, chancellor, will be retiring in September. And that's when we're expecting uh, Russell Lowry Hart to assume this position if he takes it. And right now it seems like he is. Very good. I mean, in ACC, the Austin Community College is, I think by footprint, the, the largest you know, education system or higher education system in Central Texas, um, very much tied into our city's current and future workforce across the board. So programs, definitely nursing and manufacturing um, in particular. So important, uh, definitely more to come there is that presumably he is confirmed. In the yeah, yeah. And, you know, ACC is doing a lot of great things for the workforce, you know, whether that be nursing, manufacturing, or um, just providing a, cheaper alternative to a regular state um, school. And so um, really excited to see them continue to just grow and um, excited to see his leadership. They've, they've been doing great work in the last several decades and more to come. 
Uh, lastly, I want to highlight a, a new vertical for Bingham Group New Service Line, our government incentives and economic development practice. We uh, will be rolling this out in the following month of August, but um, we've already launched a sub page on, on LinkedIn. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. And this was this practice was born out of a, of a desire to really focus um, our expertise for clients who are looking to both uh, avail themselves of state and local economic development incentives, as well as workforce uh, grants and opportunities. And there are a myriad array of opportunities in both of those um, those pools of funds. Uh, that's both for companies who are looking to expand to our great region of the central, central Texas, the Austin Metro, uh, you know, or hold on relocate. So there are a lot of opportunities. We have a consultant focused on that space, Larry Holt. I uh, will be posting a show he and I did more diving deeper into the government incentives and economic development practice, but more to come there. We, um, you know, you, you can read, you pick up the news any, any given day in the Austin Metro and you hear about a new facility being built or new, you know, something new happening here. So uh, with that comes, the, I think there's a lot of opportunities for those businesses to uh, you know get savings for what they're bringing to the state. And then also finding out opportunities to develop their workforce here uh, in conjunction with both the state, the Texas Workforce Commission, and our local workforce development boards. So more to come there. That is the Bingham Group Government Incentives and Economic Development Practice. Yeah, and additionally, we just saw um, some more economic incentives, new economic incentives come out of the Texas legislature um, this past session. So a lot of opportunity there. Um, yeah, excited about that. Yeah, yeah, HB5 and Larry and I go into deeper detail about HB5 and uh, kind of the history of, and this is, this is, HB5 is the law that replaced the old chapter 313 um, uh, program from last year that was discontinued 20, in December 2022. So more to come there. But again, that's the Bingham Group Government Incentives and Economic Development Practice. Thank you, Hannah. Yeah, yeah. And that's all we've got today. Um, I say that's all we've got, like it wasn't a lot of news. <laughs> but um, thanks for watching. And we will be back next week with another Week in Review. Um, yeah, see you then. Great weekend. Thank you for listening to the BG Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please share with your colleagues. The BG Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. The BG Podcast is a product of the Bingham Group LLC, an Austin-based lobbying firm serving businesses, nonprofits, and trade associations at the municipal and state level. You can learn more about the Bingham Group at www.binghamgp.com. That's B-I-N-G-H-A-M gp.com and for the latest firm news and content updates follow us on linkedin we'll have a link in the show notes thank you